From COK Studios on Lourdes Garcia Navarro's veranda, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Mata Magolis. On today's show, we'll consider the UK's controversial vote to leave the European Union. We'll also consider an interview with Tony Award winner Lin-Manuel Moanda in our Consideration series with Terry Gross. And we'll consider how the rain in Spain stays mainly on the plane. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from the Aaron Sorkin Foundation. Keeping expository conversations moving along one walk and talk at a time. Visit walkandtalk.org to donate. And Snood, America's second most popular Scandinavian furniture store. Makers of the Plogentorp, the Klargen, and the Trump. Snood, two free meatballs with every purchase of a Riskinini or a Glorp. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Mata Magolis. Last Thursday, voters in the United Kingdom sent shockwaves across Europe and beyond with their vote to exit the European Union. The Brexit vote stunned the country's political elite, the financial markets, and British bookmakers, all of whom had expected a very close vote in favor of remaining in the EU. Instead, Great Britain now finds itself in uncharted waters and looking for a new leader. Prime Minister David Cameron announced after the Brexit vote that he'll be stepping down by October. Amid all this turmoil, the British pound plunged to 31-year lows, and immigrants feared for what the Brexit will mean for their future in the UK. Joining us to make sense of what the Brexit means for Great Britain and the EU are international gossip reporter Marissa Wenolds, handsome financial reporter Chris Wydell, and BBC News correspondent Jiminy Nutbrock. Thank you all for being here. Hey! Hi there. Hello! Marissa, I'd like to start with you. What have you been hearing from your sources about the shakeup in British Parliament? It's a hot mess, Marta. This British guy, Percy, who used to go out with my friend Courtney's slutty older sister, Kira, told me that this was like a huge buzzkill for David Cameron. Kira really digs guys with accents, but she ended up dumping Percy for some Italian guy named Santino or something. Actually, I think it was Greg. Anyway, Percy gets Cameron his tea every day, and he said that when he brought him his tea after the Brexit vote, his eyes were all puffy and red because he'd totally been crying. That's sad. Oh, totes. Percy also told me he heard Cameron sobbing and shouting, I did my best, into a pillow for like an hour. It's cray-cray because Cameron apparently only decided to hold the EU vote because he thought it would be a way of getting the Euroskeptics in his own party to calm down and junk. It's super lame sauce. I'm sure that's how Cameron sees it. Quiz, how is the market reacting to the Brexit vote results? Well, over on my show, Stocks and Things, we talked about how the market was definitely more volatile after the vote. The little red and green lines on my stock app were all over the place. And? And that there's probably going to be some long-term and short-term impact, but we'll have to wait and see what that is. It's all supply and demand. Is that all? Pretty much. The pound isn't worth as much now either, so buy a bunch of British stuff. It'll be really cheap. I bought some Union Jack underpants and one of those Dr. Doolittle hats for almost nothing. I think it's actually called a Twilby. Oh, don't I look handsome in it? 
Indeed, you do. By the way, fun fact, I just learned that the name pound doesn't actually have anything to do with how much England's currency weighs. Thank you, Quiz. Jiminy, it seems like there were a number of British citizens that voted to leave the EU, but after the vote they seemed confused about what the EU is and wished they would have voted to stay. Quite right! I must say I was one of them. No way. Yes way. I'm ashamed to say it, but I voted for the Brexit, and I'm now feeling serious regret. Why? It was the popular thing to do in my group of friends, but once I googled what the EU is and what it does, I found out that the Brexit may do more harm than good. So you googled what the EU is after the vote passed? Indeed. But it affects you directly as a wit, and you're a journalist who should know better. I can't disagree with you there, but I mostly cover cricket and football for BBC 12. I don't really get too involved in politics and the economy. Oh, that's too bad. I hope Americans can learn from this Brexit thing when they vote in November. Agreed. If people had been more informed about the EU and what it does, the vote might have gone very differently. Uh, w what's the EU again? That was Marissa Wenolds, Chris Wydell, and Jiminy Nutbrock. For more information about the European Union, visit the Internet. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Terry Gross is known as NPR's preeminent interviewer. Periodically, she'll join us for our interview segment, Considerations. Today, Terry sits down with the writer and star of the Broadway hit, Hamilton, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Welcome to Considerations. I'm Terry Gross. Our guest today has won a Tony, a Grammy, a Pulitzer, and a MacArthur Genius Grant. He is also the author of Hamilton, which currently is the hottest ticket on Broadway. Lin-Manuel Miranda, welcome. Gosh, thanks, Terry. I'm so happy to be here. Who would have thought that a geeky kid from Washington Heights would be living this life? Lynn, I have to start off by saying that I am a bit embarrassed that I'm coming into this interview a little unprepared. I have listened to the Hamilton soundtrack and read the companion book, but haven't yet seen the show. As I mentioned in the intro, the tickets are a little bit difficult to come by. Yeah, we're booked pretty solidly through 2017, but as I always say, we plan to run until everyone who's wanted to see it has gotten to see it. As the writer and star of the show, I am guessing you have no problem getting tickets. <laughs> well, I guess not, but really, my focus is on performing for anyone in the audience, whether they're friends or not. You know, Lynn, I kind of feel like we're friends. Okay. If you are just joining us, my guest today is Lin-Manuel Miranda, the author of Hamilton and In the Heights, a recent Tony Award winner, and I can tell, a really nice guy, and most likely really generous. So, Lin, you've had quite a battle keeping tickets from being resold by brokers. Yeah, so I've asked people to stay away from tickets on Craigslist, and we've taken steps to ensure the people in the cancellation line or in the ticket lotto are the people using the tickets. Still, I've seen some tickets listed for as much as $3,000 each. I'm guessing the people who can afford those aren't working in public radio. Well, while there are top-tier price tickets, we also have our Ham for Ham Lotto every day that offers $10 front-row tickets to 10 lucky winners each night. How many times are people allowed to enter? Once. What if they've interviewed the Pope and Ira Glass? Still once. What if they are aware that you went to Wesleyan and retweet almost every Star Wars joke you make on Twitter? 
only once. Okay, then, if you are just joining me, my guest is the author and star of The Impossible to See, Don't Even Ask, Broadway show Hamilton. Lin-Manuel, one of the great things about your show is that it's making American history more accessible for high school students who previously may not have felt like it was for them. Yeah, that's one of the great things we're doing is Edu for Ham, which are matinees for high school students. They perform for us and each pay $10 to attend a matinee. So to get those tickets, does one actually have to be in high school or simply short enough to be mistaken for a high school student? They have to be in high school. I want to thank my guest, Lin-Manuel Miranda, for being on the show today. Lynn, I would like to invite you to be my guest if I ever have a hit show on Broadway. Well, thanks, Terry. I would love to have you come see Hamilton. Great. I need 72 tickets. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit considerourknowledge.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. The podcast can be downloaded at iTunes and at Stitcher Radio at stitcher.com. We'll be off next week for Independence Day, but we'll be back in two weeks with more of your favorite NPR and public radio parody podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Have a safe and happy 4th of July. I'm Connor Bentley. No way. Yes way. I- <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>